Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. I'd like to welcome the guest who has put us on the map as South Africans. And this is Dr. Taleng Mufukeng, who has been awarded or has been appointed uh, for the UNHRC to become one of the doctors who are going to be advocating for the rights of enjoyment and attainable standards of physical and mental care for the UNHRC. Now, we know Dr. Taleng Mufukeng as a Dr. T. Yes? I'm sure this rings a bell. A lot of you probably have her book. Dr. T, thank you very much for joining this evening. Good evening. Hi. (laughs) I'm so excited to be speaking to you on the show this evening. Congratulations on this appointment. Thank you so much, Osikelebo. Tell us what this appointment means. I mean, all we understand is that you're going to be advocating for the rights of enjoyment and attainable standards of physical and mental care. What does this mean, especially on an international level? Yeah, the the appointment is of an independent expert um, to the United Nations. And the the fancy name um, that they call it is a special repertoire. Um, And basically, my role is to observe general trends and global trends around issues of healthcare and the human rights um, that are interlinked um, to ensure that, you know, healthcare and the the human rights around that are protected and promoted around the world. It's also to serve as sort of an advisory role um, to the Human Rights Council, as well as um, preparing reports to the General Assembly, as well as the sessions at the Human Rights Council pertaining to those issues. I mean, um, we are currently within the COVID, right, global pandemic. So you can just imagine um, the various types of, um, you know, health-related issues um, just around COVID on its own. So it's quite a challenging time to be coming on. Sure, really a challenging time to be coming on to such a position. Is this a new position or has it always been there? It's always been there. Um, I think that only difference now, I think, is that people are celebrating the fact that it is the first time that a black woman also from uh, Africa has been appointed to this position. It is an open um, application process where they sent out a call uh, for people to apply. And like many other candidates, are sent through by application and went through that appointment process of interviews and shortlisting and all of that. So, um, yeah, it, it was quite rigorous through the previous month, the last few months. And congratulations for just putting black African women and specifically South African women on the map, um, Dr. T. Dr. T, let's let's talk about some of the challenges you anticipate to face in this particular role, especially when you take a look at the fact that South Africa also needs a lot of this education. Uh, sorry, just say that again for me. I think so, I broke up a bit. What sort of uh, challenges are you anticipating to face in this role? Uh-huh, okay. So, I mean, I think, you know, the, 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 the member states, some of them, have already have standing agreements with the Human Rights Council that they will uh, provide space, you know, for the special repertoires to do the different work they need to do in-country because some of the work... Um, will require country visits to either do research or perform um, investigative uh, findings that will then inform a report. Um, And it's about cooperation, right? Um, And it's quite difficult when people may feel sometimes that you are coming to that country to find what's wrong. Um, So I think the the challenge, the biggest challenge, um, is to ensure that member states cooperate and that we keep 
um, you know, an attitude um, of, of, of um, you know, uh, cooperation and working together to understand that, you know, it's in everyone's interest that um, our human rights are protected and promoted. And that, in fact, my vision for this term um, is to center the issue of vulnerability, you know, and the fact that health in itself um, can do a lot to restore people's dignity. And it's very important um, to carry that through through the work that I'll be doing. Mm. And now for South Africa, would you be based mainly here in South Africa or are you going to have to um, interact with each and every country around the globe that uh, is uh, well looked after by this particular organization? Yeah, look, I am based in South Africa still um, Mm. because you're not an employee of the United Nations. They know that you do have other work that you're doing on a daily basis. So this is not a, a job that expects you to every single day, you know, present yourself to a UN office. Um, however, <clears throat> there are up to two or three country visits that one can do per annum. And depending on, on the types of crisis or the types of emerging, you know, health issues, you know, COVID being one an example, um, the work may take a certain thematic focus for a period of time. Um, and, you know, I keep making the COVID-19 example because no one could have planned for something like this. And so how we rethink about health systems and what, how we rethink about, um, you know, all the other intersecting rights, but also the issues of water and, and access to, to sanitation, um, you know, issues of nutritious food and food security, especially for children. Um, those are important. And, and to work together with other special repertoires, for example, on race, on humanitarian and refugees, um, and, 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 you know, ending issues of um, violence around the world are important because, you know, without safe communities, without access to food um, and water and sanitation, we can't really have health. Remember, we are talking to Dr. Tlaleng Mufugeng, who is better known as Dr. T, and we are talking about her special appointment as a special repertoire for the rights of enjoyment and attainable standards of physical and mental care under the UN. If you'd like to ask questions or would like to congratulate her on this huge appointment, you can do so by calling us on 0891-104-207 or call 011-714-4045. You can WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. SFM Late Night Conversations with me, Patricia Ntuli. We are speaking now, a feel-good story, something that's exciting, something we should all be celebrating in South Africa. The appointment of the UNHRC um, for the special repertoire for rights of enjoyment and attainable standards of (coughs) physical and mental care. And that appointment was given to a South African black doctor, Dr. Taleng Mufugeng better known as Dr. T. And I've got her on the line right now. Very excited to be speaking to her. Dr. T, you know, we know you as a doctor that has written a book about uh, sex, health and pleasure. How's the book going? Oh, gosh, it's going very well. Um, (laughs) It's hard to believe that it hasn't even been a year since the book came out. It's only in August that it will be a year. And we've um, been really grateful. We've had a reprint every month. Um, you know, since the book launched and just before we went into lockdown, of course, there was that, um, 
you know, pause and a halt in terms of um, book sales and, and, and printing and all of that. So we are slowly getting back into it. But it's been really incredible um, how well the book has been received, you know, by, by different people. I'm I'm so excited that this book is going to almost be a year, but the fact that it's done so well and I've not had you in studio to talk about the book or even give us tips on the book, uh, I'm I'm really I'm really saddened by this. <laughs> so when no, are you going to we'll give us time, Doctor T? Don't worry, <laughs> we'll fix it. We'll fix it. Oh, let's fix it, please. Let's fix it because uh, you know we have a closet conversations after eleven on the show, and that's where we talk all things saucy and sassy and uh, steamy. Okay. So we do need you to we come and teach that. us one or two things right <laughs> yes yes you can do that and you know we laugh about it but if you think about like as young people um especially who live in a country such as ours you know um you know some of our first sexual experiences are not consensual and there's so much trauma that um, we carry in our bodies um there's so much you know in terms of just our history right i mean the fact that racism manifests as as real disease you know um and it caused death in many black people and those are some of the types of research and, and discussions that we need to elevate and be honest about the impact of the communities that we live in, the impact of violence, the impact, you know, um, of having children living and growing up in militarized states and, and, and what that means for mental health mm. and for them to thrive. So I know that we have these discussions and we have fun, but actually the underlying message um, is definitely one that's serious. But of course, we can have fun. Um, we can we can have you know lighthearted conversations as well. Definitely. I think it's important um, because we can do it all. You know, duality <laughs> is, is key. It, it definitely is key. Take the serious with a bit of sugar, so that it is we are able to palate it. Let's take a bit of a breather. The time is twenty minutes after ten. We are speaking to Doctor Laleng Mufugeng, who is better known as Doctor T. She has uh, made us proud as South Africans by getting the appointment as special rapporteur for the United Nations for the rights of enjoyment and. And attainable standard of physical and mental care. If you'd like to congratulate her, you'd like to ask her questions about her appointment, you can do so by calling on 0891104207 or 0117144045. You can also SMS us on 41391 or WhatsApp on 0614104107. When we come back, I'll go to your messages. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.3 FM in Rustenburg. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. You are still tuned in to SAFM Late Night Conversations with me, Patricia Ntuli, 104 to 107 nationwide and uh, Channel 814 on DSTV. We are talking to a woman who has put us on the mark as black, South African, African women and uh, South Africans in general. And that is uh, Dr. Taleng Mufugeng, better known as Dr. T. She's an author, she's a medical professional, but she has also just been appointed as a special repertoire for the rights of enjoyment and attainable standards of physical and mental care by the United Nations. Now, uh, remember, you can ask Dr. T questions. We've got her on the line. You can congratulate her. Our WhatsApp number is 0614104107 or SMS 41391. You can dial us on 0891104207. Dr. T, these are your congratulatory messages, right? So, um, one anonymous says, Congratulations to Dr. T. What a remarkable footprint. 
And uh, the next one is Tapelo from Bloemfontein. Tapelo says, uh, hi, Patricia. Let me just uh, take this moment to congratulate Dr. Taleng for her new appointment on her magnificent position. You have made us proud, dear, and such an inspiration during these trying times. We wish you all the best. So, Dr. T, those messages are coming in thick, fast, and <laughs> furiously. Tabo Mabala from Pulukwane also says, Congratulations, Dr. T. I wish you all the best on your new position. Big up to you. South Africa is proud of you, Dr. T. How long is your turner? Um, it's, up, it's three years um, with an extendable um, term for another three years. So, the aim is, is to do really amazing work um, so that we can... Um, stick it out for for the two terms to make it six years, and I think you know it will be um, good for us. I think as 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 a region, as as the Africa region, the global South, um, to really bring our issues you know to these important um, spaces such as the UN in different ways. You know the member states and of course South Africa being um, you know at the United Nations and having our own ambassador in the in the permanent mission there. They do really incredible work. Um, and so there's so much that we can do from all the different sides and all the different angles um, to really ensure that human rights are respected and promoted across the world. And we have an amazing constitution, right, whose backbone um, is um, human rights. So for myself as a South African, um, this really feels like an extension of the work that I've already been doing here at home. And just to bring that um, to the global space and bring our lived experience um, and our rich history as South Africa um, to that space will really be incredible um, because we do have pockets of excellence all over. Um, and it's just been about, um, you know, deliberate in, in how we tackle some of these global issues and how we position them um, for the benefit of all humanity. Now, Dr. T, you've been at the forefront of uh, gender-based violence, trying to advocate for this uh, to to be a thing of the past. Do you think uh, since uh, there's been a lot of lobby groups against gender-based violence, there's been a lot of talk, a lot of publicity around it, are we making any headways? Are we, are we calming it down? Uh, have we seen a change or a decline in the gender-based violence uh, cases reported in South Africa? Yeah, you know, the issue of gender-based violence is, it's complex, um, um, but not necessarily hard, um, but there are very many different parts to it. And for us to really win and say we've ended gender-based violence, we are going to need all of those dynamic parts to work together at the same time. And that's why when we come up with solutions of any kind, whether it's legal reform or policy, um, issues of access and sheltering, access to courts and, and, and getting the court processes um, to be timeless without delays, or you're looking at issues of healthcare and social development. We need all of those to work well. And so when cases do go to court, we need to make sure that we can trust um, that the court judgments will not be enforcing victim blaming and shaming, right, in, in how the judgments are, uh, are presented. We need to trust and know that children will be treated well and, and they can give their testimonies via video, you know, with child therapist, for example. We need to know and be certain that when you present to a health facility, you will be assisted immediately in terms of your holistic management, that you're not going to sit, you know, um, while you're waiting for a DNA kit to arrive from a police station for hours and hours and sometimes over a weekend. So there are certain things in the system that just need to work. And for women in South Africa to really believe that things are turning, 
it's only when we, in our experience, because the the way we know things aren't working is based on our experience. And it's also then our experience that must tell us that things are shifting and moving. Um, you know, uh, again, you know, Women's Month is coming. Everybody's going to be doing um, seminars and webinars around, you know, gender-based violence. And we can talk and talk and talk, but if our lived experience of going to report at a police station is still negative, if our experience in the home, by the way, where a lot of violence um, get, is silenced, if that experience continues, it doesn't matter how many events we hold, the lived experience will still be negative. And, and we need to talk about the lifelong effects of trauma. Um, not just only on children, on anyone who experiences trauma, and how even therapy and and the the health response to those have to be commitment or at least resourced for the long term um, so that we can assist people, not only just then be survivors, but they need to thrive again. And there's a lot of commitment and resourcing um, that goes to that. Most definitely. Let's go to a voice note. Hello, Dr. T. Well done to your new appointment. You make us proud. Well done. Thanks. Megeti from Botaville. Thanks, ma'am. Sure. Many more messages are coming in. Uh, this <laughs> one is from Tumelo Mahasha, who's in, in Limpopo and Sanin. He says, all the best to Dr. She has done a very good job. All the best. And then someone else says, sure. Doctor, what message do you have for matriculants for the most difficult time, especially now when they have to cope with the COVID-19 and exams? Sure, that's so hard. Yeah, this is from Tolisa. It's a very, it's, yeah. a, it's a very good question. Very important question, I think. Mm. Mm. It's an important one. You know, that actually gets me thinking about, um, you know, by the time COVID-19 happened, you know, we had communities such as the, the ones in Kwakwa, right? which the academic year was very interrupted um, because of the water crisis and the shutdowns that happened in 2020. So by the time the COVID um, lockdown had happened, school had not actually progressed um, properly. So not only do you have matriculants who need to catch up um, because of COVID, but you have children who their school year was heavily interrupted already before, and it must be so um, you know, anxiety-inducing for them um, to wonder and ponder about their future. I mean, if, I'm, if I remember correctly, you know, a lot of the university applications, at least the first round, um, should be out already. And, and children, you know, were supposed to have those marks from their June exams. So I'm sure it's really anxious. And this is really that time where we need to show up uh, properly and deliberately about assisting young people in terms of their mental health and support. Um, this is not a moment to take lightly in terms of anxiety and mood disorders. And the fact that, you know, children need to be assisted in terms of coping. Sometimes they can't even articulate the, the anxiety or the stress um, that they are feeling. And there is a lot um, to be said about access to child psychologists and occupational therapists um, in public schools and social workers who can support um, young people. And let's use the vast network that we have in terms of our broadcasting um, you know, capabilities and use some of this airtime um, to be assisting children with, with play. Um, and then there's lots of therapists who can debrief children. Um, they don't even realize that they are committed in the process of debriefing. But using play, play time, um, you know, to, to pass on those critical um, coping skills, but also just to get them to, to feel a sense of community again. Because I think a lot of school kids miss school 
um, but they have the, the stress of then still being confined to to the home and, and not everyone kind of understands, you know, what's happening, especially children. So I really, my heart goes out to all the school kids um, and especially matriculants because, yeah, it, 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 it was a year that they were celebrating, you know, their end of high school and how we assist them, I think, will we'll either, um, you know, affirm them and, 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 and ensure that we create those safer spaces um, where they can share openly the anxiety. Mm. Yeah, it's very stressful. It is very stressful. Doctor, I think yeah. you've got, um, you know, a, a heart for the community. You've got the heart for people and you understand some of uh, most of the plights that we are facing, especially when it comes to things like mental and physical care. And that's why you got this appointment and we congratulate you. We are looking forward to hearing all the things that you are going to be up to. So please do stay in touch with us uh, here at SAFM. I will then I'll visit you when it's safer to do so. I can't video. wait. <laughs> I can't, and I'll get my autograph on my book. I'm going to close off with this. Uh, from Tata says, good evening, Patty. Congratulations to Dr. T for her appointment. All the best to for her future endeavors. In her, we are led. Please represent us well there. Thank you very much. And with that, I'd like to say a very good evening and congratulations to you, Dr. Tlal. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so Dr. much. Thank you, Okay. Good night.